Welcome to Breathe Into Business, a podcast for folks who want to hear what it's really like to run an intuitive-led business. I'm your host, Amy Koretsky, a breathwork facilitator who helps service providers, course creators, and artists tap into their own inner knowing so that they can run businesses from a place of trust and self-confidence. I created this podcast to help folks like you who are disillusioned with the overculture of online small business building to permission yourself to follow a different path. In these episodes, you'll hear conversations that are direct, messy, and even a little bit scary at times. My biggest hope is that each of these episodes helps you feel even 10% more confident in leaning into what your intuition is sharing with you and doing business your own way. Now, let's take a breath and talk business. All right, let's get started. Welcome to the first official episode of Breathe Into Business, conversations on breathwork, self-permission, and running an intuitive-led business. I will say it feels good to be here, for me at least. Hopefully it does for you too. So let's take one big breath together and then we'll get started. So take a nice big inhale through the nose if that feels good. Big exhale in the mouth. (sighs) Letting those shoulders drop. All right, I think we can do this now. So my name's Amy. Maybe you know that by now. And if you've been a subscriber to this feed for a while, like some of you have maybe been subscribed to this podcast feed since 2016, which is just mind-blowing to me. And if that's you, maybe you'll have noticed a lot of changes and evolution that has happened over here in that period of time. So, you know, since 2016, I've changed my expertise. You know, my background is in Chinese medicine. I'm a licensed acupuncturist. I own an acupuncture and healing clinic here in the Twin Cities. Um, But over that time, I've incorporated more breathwork and business experience into my practice. So now over in this arena on this feed, we talk a lot about breathwork. We talk a lot about business. We talk a whole lot less about, you know, physical health and healing and Chinese medicine. In that time, I've also changed my business. You know, I went from having a solo acupuncture practice in 2013, and now I co-own a clinic with nine employees and a whole team of amazing practitioners and administrative staff. And it's a completely different business from what I started with. And also at the same time, I've been kind of separating my own solo business and sustainably and slowly growing that breathwork and business support side of my business as well. And I've also changed this podcast. You know, as of today, we've changed the name. Here you are listening to Breathe Into Business. We've changed the topic a bit, although that feels a little bit more of like a slow, gradual change as opposed to a big surprise change. We're changing the format, we changed the intros and the outros, we changed the artwork, basically everything that could be changed about this podcast is changing. And also in, you know, the last several years, I would say that my philosophy on both healing and business has changed over that time. Remember, like the name of this podcast used to be Health Fuels Hustle. 
And that originated from a belief that I do still hold. It's a belief that the health of our ourselves and our businesses are inextricably tied. And just like Adrienne Marie Brown shares in her wonderful book, Emergent Strategy, you know, what we practice at the small scale sets the patterns for the whole system. And I believe that that is true in our businesses and in our bodies and how those two things are actually part of the same system. So I believe that bringing, you know, healing into one space, even a tiny part of our life or our business is going to support healing in the other. And while I still believe that to be true, you know, many of the other thoughts and beliefs around both healing and business have evolved a lot since 2016. And that's probably obvious to anybody who has been listening to this podcast for several, several years. You've heard the conversations shift from a real focus on, you know, health tips and tricks and and that more physical health focused work to a more holistic look at what health looks like from a mind, body, spirit, and business perspective. And, you know, from taking in the events of the last six or so years, you know, my own personal experience with health crises, crises, I don't even know how you would, how do you pluralize crisis? But, you know, my own experience with surgery and health ups and downs during that time, you know, also listening and learning from the lived experiences and stories that others have shared with me, especially voices that have been historically silenced and minimized. You know, all of these things, we have a pandemic, we've had a uprising, we've had so many things happen in the last six years that have really influenced the evolution of my own philosophy on health, on healing, on business, all of these things. Basically, everything having to do with the topics that my own business is built around has slowly and steadily shifted and evolved over these years. And as my thinking has evolved, my business has as well. I shared a couple of those ways that it changed earlier, just a minute or so in this podcast. But also my business has shifted in really focusing less on outward growth and more on the internal shifts and transformations that I find so personally valuable for myself and for my clients. You know, it's really letting... My business now lets really every offering or way of working with clients and community have its own identity, have its own evolution, and really change as my needs change, as my business's needs change, and as my clients' needs inevitably change as well. I've also really kind of slowed down just about everything in my business and really allowed my nervous system to have the final say. And whether that's from my day-to-day routines to really how I set goals and move towards them to even how I show up for my clients, it's all really focused on both my nervous system and my client's nervous system, which is basically to say that a lot of my businesses now run through a much more trauma-informed lens both in how I work with clients and how I sell my services because I am a business. You know, in in all of these things, there's been a lot of change and I had to give myself a lot of permission to change my mind, like a lot of permission. (laughs) So now that, you know, we're a good five or so minutes into this episode, you can probably guess what today's topic is all about. 
It's about permissioning ourselves to change. You know, a couple years back, I wrote a newsletter really publicly admitting to changing my mind on something. I had created an offering. I had said it was going to be this, that, and the other. I published it. I shared it. And then after it had already gone live, I decided to change something about it. And for me, that was super, super scary. It was really scary to take that step and make that change. And then even scarier to tell people about it in public because I had already shared it. I made this change. So I felt like I really needed to share publicly kind of why I decided to make that change. Not because I necessarily owe anyone a reason or anything like that, but because one of my kind of deepest values for my business is really sharing honestly and openly and being really frank, having just really honest conversations with my community as to what I do in my business and why I do it. I think that's one of the most important values that I hold in my business. And so it was really scary for me to make that change, but then it was even scarier to share about it publicly. And yet to this day, that newsletter is still one of the top read, top clicked, and top replied to emails that I've sent out. People really resonated with it. So, you know, why is it so hard to give ourselves permission to change our minds? Especially when we oftentimes get data back from other people saying, you know, you changed your mind, you told me why you changed it, and I'm supporting you in this change. Like people really cheerleaded me on in my change and in all of the changes that I've made in my business over the years. I've always been cheerleaded on. I've never had somebody come up, or at least not to my, you know, rec- recollection right now, had someone come up and be like, oh, I'm mad at you because you made this change. It's always been really supportive, but yet it still feels so hard. So why is that? You know, I think that there's, you know, so many possible reasons. We can't name all of the possible reasons out there in this one podcast episode. But I will say that many of us have grown up with really negative messaging about changing our minds, especially if you grew up in the United States and the United States political environment. I know I can remember myself for years, like hearing political grandstanding about like flip this idea of flip-flopping or changing our mind or they voted this way and now they're voting this way or like there's something in our American political system that people really are almost forced into taking a position and then never ever changing that position so we kind of had this like ingrained belief in our brains as we've grown up that once we take a position, we need to defend it mightily or otherwise be seen as deceitful. But for me, I'm like less concerned that people are going to interpret my change of mind or heart as like deceitfulness. I'm more worried that they're going to see it as flakiness. I've been really conditioned by my own Capricorn rising energy and recovering type A identity as being somebody who is reliable, that somebody that people can can depend upon. And so giving myself permission to change my mind, especially when I'm afraid that it's going to disappoint somebody, that is what gives me a complete identity crisis. But as I've shared before, and I'm going to share it here again, 
I really do believe that our world would be so much fucking better if more people were willing to admit when they were wrong or misinformed or just more aware and begin to change their mind. You know, I wish that people would change their mind. Like, I wish that more pro-lifers, which like, let's actually not use that word. Let's say anti-choice because that's really what it is. I wish that more anti-choice people would change their mind and stop trying to control the reproductive rights and reproductive health of this country. Like, wouldn't it be great if more people who had that one viewpoint became more informed, maybe had more lived experience that connected them to people who did make choices to have abortions or to choose whatever they needed to choose for their own body autonomy. And wouldn't it be amazing if those experiences and that mm, that connection allowed people and invited people to change their mind? We want more people in this world to change their mind. Think about all the other things that would make this world as a whole better if people just got off of their off of their soapboxes, out of the corners that they maybe have been backed into and just listened and opened their hearts, opened their ears, opened their minds and changed their mind. And trust me, I am not trying to equate any of the, you know, changes that I've made in my business or that you are maybe thinking about making in your business and life as nearly as important as some of these really bigger systemic changes that need to happen in this world. But just like Adrian Marie Brown says, the small influences the large. If we can feel more comfortable with changing our minds on small things, then maybe we'll get more comfortable changing our mind on big things. You know, one of my favorite quotes about change, and probably one of the most popular ones out in culture as well, is from Octavia Butler's dystopian novel, Parable of the Sower. And in it, she writes, all that you touch, you change. All that you change, changes you. The only lasting truth is change. God is change. Ugh, and every time I read that, I get chills because I love that quote so much. The only lasting truth is change. It is so relatable to me. It feels so true. And because it feels so true, it also feels so permission-giving to me. It reminds me when I read it that change is always happening, whether or not we see it. And that by embracing the inevitability of change, we are invited to be co-collaborators of that change. And I know I just got really big and out there with some of these things that I'm talking about, but I'm going to bring it back now and bring it back to where we started, which is all of the changes that I've made in my business over the last handful of years or decade or so since I've been in business and the change that I'm making now here with this new show. So even this podcast, the one that you're listening to right now, this wouldn't be here if I hadn't given myself permission to change my mind. You know, from 2016 until maybe right before the pandemic happened, 
I'd been podcasting pretty regularly, moving between some solo shows and interviews with awesome people, and really allowing kind of the gentle evolution of my thinking and working take place live in real time over the airways and into your earbuds. And you probably saw some of my own thought change happen, or you heard it happen over those years if you've been listening. And then in the fall of 2019, like right before the pandemic started, I was really feeling pretty burnt out and I needed to take a break from the commitment of releasing podcast episodes. And then of course, we all know what happened just a few months later, our entire world shifted. And so then fast forward to just this summer, I really missed the connection that I felt this podcast offered me to all of you who are listening, and I really missed the creative outlet of sharing in this kind of different way. But I knew that without a doubt, going back to just recording Health Fuels Hustle podcast episodes was not how I wanted to get back in your earbuds. It was not how I was showing up in my business in this day-to-day. It just didn't feel like the same business. It didn't feel like the same podcast. It just didn't feel in alignment. So of course, you know me. I did some breath work about it. I pulled some tarot cards about it. And I also got a little bit of help. I'm a big fan of reaching out for help when you need it. And so I worked with Amelia over at Softer Sound Studio. Shout out to Amelia and their team. If you're someone who needs podcast support, I recommend them. And I let this podcast change. All of those tools that I use kind of gave me the inner permission to let this podcast change, like change a lot. So here we are in this new show with a new way to connect to each other, a new way for me to support you as a business owner, as someone who might be disillusioned with the overculture of online and small business building, as someone who might be looking to permission yourself to follow a different path and find more trust and confidence in your own brand of doing business differently. Welcome. This space is for you. I'm so happy you're here. So since this is our first episode, I really want to give you a kind of roadmap of what this is going to look like. I want you to kind of feel really supported and really kind of guided on this path together that we're now on. So here's what you can expect from this podcast going forward. We're going to be releasing an episode every other Wednesday. It's maybe a little slower cadence than what you're used to for podcasts, but guess what? I have a lot on my plate and I don't have the capacity to record, to write and record and send and edit and all the things, a podcast episode every week. And I'm guessing that you have a lot of podcasts that you like listening to. If you are like me, someone who loves listening to podcasts, I actually have more podcasts that come out every week than I actually have time to listen to them. So I'm hoping that by giving you a podcast episode every other week, it's actually going to work better for you and your business and your life and your schedule as well, too. I'm also going to be having some shorter episodes like this one with focused topics and takeaway questions for you to consider on your own ways of doing business differently. But I'm also going to do some longer form interviews with amazing business owners out there. I have some scheduled right now that I'm really excited about. And each conversation is going to be focused on the ways that those business owners have given themselves permission to do business outside of the conventional norms and what they've learned along the way. Basically, 
How did these people decide to do business differently? How are they doing business differently? And what have they learned about it? We're also going to do 12 episode seasons, probably multiple seasons, with a month or so break in between them. Or, you know, maybe we'll do something else. I don't know. If I decide to change my mind, you'll be the first to hear about it here. So that's our episode today. Thank you so much for listening. I am so excited to be back in your earbuds a couple times a month connecting with all of you. And before I leave you to the rest of your day, I'm going to offer this question for you to consider. Where in your business and or in your life, are you desiring more permission to change? So take a breath or take many breaths during maybe a little practice of breath work yourself and see where that question takes you. And if you want to share with me where you are going to permission yourself to change, I'd love to hear about it. Send me a quick voice note via Pipespeak over on the podcast website or join our Patreon community and share your thoughts in our Discord server. It is a great chill, supportive place for you to connect and converse with other business owners who want to do business differently. Along with the community Discord server, we also have a lot of great other things. We have a couple live events every month. Sometimes we're doing breath work. Sometimes we're doing co-working. Sometimes we're doing flash masterminds, all sorts of fun live events where you can meet maybe your next business bestie. We also have a private audio feed where I share everything from like ask me anything style episodes to interviews with community members and also an audio version of my newsletter. So if you're missing out on that, that's the place to find it. And when you join us, I even send you some sweet little snail mail that fits in with today's podcast theme. The community is sliding scale with tiers starting as low as $5 a month. You can read more about the benefits of our Patreon community over at patreon.com slash Amy Koretsky. Thank you again so much for being here. I am really, truly thrilled to be back. And yeah, I will see you next time. Bye, y'all. Thanks so much for listening today. If you liked this episode, or even if it just got you to think about your business a little bit differently, I'd love for you to subscribe to the show and share it with a business bestie, or a few of them. And if you're interested in giving yourself a bit more permission to get messy in your own business, head on over to the show notes to download my free coaching module on embracing the mess. In it, I share my thoughts, invite you to write and reflect, and offer some actions you can take to start embracing and loving the messier parts of yourself and your business. Breathe Into Business is recorded on the ancestral lands of the Dakota and Anishinaabe peoples. It's created by me, Amy Koretsky, with the production help from Softer Sounds Studios. Thanks again for listening and breathing into your business with me today.